This episode of The Bubble Lounge is sponsored by Kathy Wall State Farm Agency and Alto, the new standard for ride sharing. Welcome to The Bubble Lounge. This is Martha Jackson. And I'm Nellie Shudo. Nellie, it's that time of year. It's fall, it's cooling down, and it's time for the State Fair, which opens tomorrow. Well, first of all, it's not cooling down, but it is time for the State Fair. <laughs> and I understand that you go every year, right, Martha? I do. So we usually go opening weekend because it's not quite as crowded and it's cleaner and the employees are all nice and happy. And I also go for Texas OU weekend. You know, I went to OU, so I'm a big fan. Love to go to the football game. And it's just a great experience that everyone in Texas should participate in. Yeah, well, we went when we first got here. It was a big thing. Like we bought Charles little tiny cowboy boots and we (laughs) saddled up and went down to the state fair to kind of get a little taste of Texas. And it was really fun. But then we didn't go for a few years. So I'm excited to take Charles this year. And this opening weekend Uh and to have him see it as a teenager. Right. My kids love to go. They beg to go. I could probably skip it every other year just between you and me. But they love it. So we go and they're all about the rides and the games and the trying the different foods and going to see the animals. They just love it. Well, today we have a special guest. We have Amber Fletcher of Fletcher's Corny Dogs. And what do you call her, Martha? She is a corny dog heiress. That's right, a corny dog heiress. And we can't wait to have her on because she's going to give us tips and tricks about how to navigate the state fair and tell us all kinds of historical stories about her family, the Fletchers. But right now, I'd love for you to take out your phone and text 313131 with the keyword bubble, and we'll send you updates to your phone every week. And now it's time for crazy insurance stories from the Park Cities with our friend Kathy Wall, State Farm Agency. Kathy, tell us a crazy story. Well, here's another strange claim story for you. It involved me. It's a very, very cold Saturday. I had a full day planned. Gary was taking defensive driving, I was going to work, then picking up my daughter, then we were planning to buy coats for the family. Did I mention it's really, really cold? Well, our housekeeper came over to do her weekly cleaning, and when she went to turn on the faucets, no water came out. So, guess what she did? She just left the faucets on. After all, nothing was coming out. I guess the idea of frozen water pipes did not come in mind. Needless to say, when we returned home that day, water was gushing out our front door. Apparently, the pipes thawed. Those faucets were left wide open. I seemed to be our best customer for insurance, and thankfully, our policy covered it all. I personally know the importance of having a great homeowner's policy, which is why I always make sure we cover you the best way we can because You never know when the weather will change, and we want to make sure you are covered. Kathy, I hope it's all water under the bridge. So whatever your insurance needs, please contact our good friend and show sponsor, Kathy Wall State Farm Agency at 214-350-2692 or visit her website at kathylwall.com. That's K-A-T-H-Y-L-W-A-L-L.com. Thank you, Kathy. We are here 
here with our guest, Amber Fletcher of the very famous Fletcher's Corny Dogs. Amber, welcome to the show. Hi, thank you for having me. Amber, thank you so much for being here. So a lot of us that live in Texas and have been to the State Fair know Fletcher Corny Dogs are a very big deal. Like that's your first stop when you first get to the State Fair. But most people don't know the history behind it and how your family started it. So tell us all about the history and how you guys began. Well, we began in the late 1930s when my grandfather was doing a show at the State Fair of Texas. He was a performer in vaudeville, and he was doing a show called The Drunkard. The Drunkard? (laughs) Yeah. I heard he was a natural at it. And we uh, were told that he was approached by fair officials with the offer for a food booth. And so the story goes that he went home with his brother and a bottle of bourbon, and they tried to decide what they could come up with. And there was a baker on Oaklawn that would bake cornmeal in molds, and he would bake it, and it took about 30 minutes. And so they had the idea of cutting the time down by frying it, putting it on a stick. And it took a couple of months going back and forth with finding a batter that would stick onto the dog and what kind of oil would go best with it. And they debuted it at the State Fair in 1942, and... People didn't even know what it was. They uh-huh. had to give away samples. And because then, they used to not skewer food back then, right? Well, so yeah. during the 30s, I was told that the only options were a square meal, which I don't know what that is. Probably three <laughs> things on a plate. Right. right? And, then, <laughs> and then they had introduced ice cream, which was a big hit. But there wasn't like the fried food mania that they have now. Well, I'm so excited that your grandfather was a performer because I'm a performer too. And I love that. Like talk about history. And uh, just to be to mention something i believe that old-timey people call it vaudeville which i think is hilarious <laughs> i know it is well we don't say that but you know like like grandpas and great grandpas right. you know what i don't even know what it means vaudeville like no. they're the original performers they were tent performers yes so my grandfather he started performing at five years old singing in bars and saloons <laughs> oh my god playing the ukulele because he was the youngest of eight and his father died when he was four years old so he started working at five to provide for the family and he was an entertainer his entire life so he was in vaudeville he was the director and producer of the madcap players that performed on the side of haskell street in dallas for 10 years And he was an actor with his wife and brother until they were shut down by the fire department because being on the street because being on the street uh and they had tents and they may have had furnaces for the the winter dangerous stuff dangerous Dangerous stuff (laughs) but he went on he acted he was in a bonnie and clyde movie he did voiceovers he was in a lot of those 1960s sci-fi movies and so that's incredible that kind of went on even my my father was a singer and actor as well i wish that your grandpa was here right now that's all i can say i would would love love to have him here or go out and have a drink with him on a street corner downtown oh he would have loved (laughs) (laughs) So another interesting fact is the fact that other celebrities actually are really into the corny dog, right? From around the world? Right. Well, we've fed um, Gorbachev. He came here in the 90s. And I'm sure you all have heard that we had Oprah. She came. And some celebrities, Mario Lopez, Kenny Chesney. Dirk Nowinski. So all of them have tasted our Fletcher's Horny Dog. Well, I like the worldwide reach that you had Gorbachev do it. Because mm-hmm. if you think about it, it, really, it's really one of the defining points about Texas is a corny dog. Right. So here's something that I didn't know. I always thought you just had the original one, but it turns out you have three or four others, right? Five. We have five corny dogs. Oh, my gosh. And we introduced the jalapeno and cheese in 2004, and it has been a big hit. What's the most popular one? The original. 
And then you also have a veggie dog, which really shocked me. Yeah, we introduced the veggie dog in 2015. I am... I'm a health and wellness educator, and for years we had people demanding, you know, those that don't eat meat for whatever reasons, and I just felt that this was a need, an opportunity, <laughs> an opportunity. Out there, right. mm-hmm. So, what's in it? So it's non-GMO and it's kosher. It's soy and pea protein. Okay. And it tastes very much like the original. We probably tried eight different veggie dogs, and this one was the closest to the original. No, you can do a lot with that. I remember living in Taiwan, and I used to go to the the Buddhist restaurants for lunch with all my friends because it was a dollar, and the Buddhist nuns would be there, and everything was vegetarian, Mm -hmm. and they would make like ribs out of soybean, right? You know, so I'm gonna have to try one of the veggie ones. Yeah, I mean, this is just a hot dog. It's the Light Life brand, which is the number one selling veggie dog. So we thought, what better hot dog to go with? So. I've always been curious, how many corny dogs do you guys sell out there? Can you keep up with the demand? Because that line is huge. We try to keep up with demand. In 24 days, we sell about 600,000 corny dogs. Oh, my God. (laughs) Like, how far in advance do you make them? Oh, I how mean, do you prepare? I mean, do you have it all set up? We have the meat shipped in every few days. It's hand stuck on site, and then it's hand dipped, made to order when the customer wants it. Wow. So how many people do you employ at the state fair? We have about 200 employees. Wow. Let's do that one year, Martha. Let's go and make corny dogs. I would love to. I would love to have y'all come <laughs> that. Seriously. Whole hands-on experience. It would be so much fun. And that was my first job at 10 was sticking in the hot dog. Okay, so now we know the, the big debate at the state fair is, is it ketchup or mustard? Which side do you lean towards? Well, I'm a Fletcher. I have no choice. It is mustard. (laughs) And most customers go for mustard. We have 1,500 gallons of mustard that we go through during the 24 days and only 800 gallons of ketchup. So that tells you. That is insane. (laughs) So I am team mustard for sure all the way. And my whole family knows one of my biggest pet peeves at the state fair is seeing people eat turkey legs. It totally grosses me out. But then here's the flip side. I douse my corny dog with mustard. I mean, it's gross. It's dripping on my shoes, and that's totally fine. But turkey legs, no. No, turkey legs are on a stick. I know. I got one once, and I thought it was going to be healthy. I thought it was a healthy choice. And I just took one bite, and I was like, You no. look like Fred Flintstone <laughs> walking around. No, like you need to have some mead with it or drink it. But it is not a corny dog. Corny dog's on a stick. It's nice and neat. You can walk around the state fair and still enjoy one. So you all are only at the State Fair for those 24 days. That's it. So it's very exclusive. But now you have a big announcement to make, right? Right. 2019 was a big year for Fletcher's because while we were only exclusive at the State Fair of Texas, we are now doing events outside in the community all over the Metroplex and even looking into other states. That is the best news I've ever heard because for years I've wondered, how can I get one of these outside of the State Fair? And they're just not the same. You see other brands in the frozen food section and they don't taste the same. That is so awesome. I can't wait to to hire you guys. Is it a food truck? We do. We have a food trailer. We also have pop-up tents, but we're going to be at Chef for Farmers November 2nd. And so that's an event you can come see us at. All right. And what about private parties? Do you do only large-scale events or do you do private parties as well? Because we like our private parties in our neighborhood. We do. (laughs) We do have a minimum, but we do a lot of parties for corporate, large, you know, graduation parties, birthday parties, but we're not typically going to do something for 20 people. It just isn't feasible at Cost this time. Effective. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. So Amber, where can people find out where you're going to be? They can go to our website at Fletcher'sCornyDogs.com. We have the upcoming events page and it shows everywhere we're going to be for the next six months. Okay. 
So Amber, your grandfather, your father, and now you and your brother and your cousin are running this business. How long have you actually been going to the state fair yourself? Well, I've been going to the state fair my entire life since I was a newborn, but I've been working since I was 10 years old. Wow. Okay. So when we get back, we're going to hear some tips and tricks from Amber on how to manage the state fair. We'll be right back. Nellie, I want to talk about date night. So Sean can be, I I really don't know how to say this nicely, (laughs) kind of cheap. And when it comes to to going out, he has ordered basically a go-kart to come pick us up. (laughs) We get in. It smells horrible. The carpet is stained. The seats are cracked. And I'm just instantly in a bad mood. So that's why, Martha, you need to take Alto, because the smell is awesome. It's clean and professional, and it really sets the mood for the date night. You know, you can change the vibes on your app. It's such a great car service. It's so true. So, guys, if you want to experience a really good date night, call Alto right now. Take out your phone and send a text to 474747 with the keyword bubble. That's B-U-B-B-L-E. And get $25 off your first two rides. Alto. Reach your destination on your terms. We're back. And Amber, I know you have a lot of tips and tricks for us about how to navigate the state fair. But before that, I had a question for you. What is the difference between a corn and a corny dog? Well, the difference is my grandfather invented the corny dog over 77 years ago. And the first couple years that they were at the state fair, they went through several names, Brown Bomber, Canine, Mill on a Stick. And we just were told that corny dog came from a combination of corn and carny. Okay, that's incredible. And I like it way better than canine. Yeah. I'm just going to say. I didn't like any of those other names. Okay, so my biggest pet peeve of going to the state fair is waiting in line to get the coupons, the tickets. Is there any secret to cutting costs there or having a less wait time? Absolutely. So many people want to come to the state fair, but, you know, they're financially conscious. And Mm -hmm. so it's expensive. If if you go online, you can get so many great deals. They have family four packs where for $200, you can get $150 worth of coupons and four general admission tickets. I mean, that's an incredible save. Yeah. Every day after 5 p.m., if you bring a empty Dr. Pepper can, you get in for half price. On Tuesdays with an empty Dr. Pepper can, you get in for just $9. There's Senior Citizen Day on Thursday. They get in for free. Oh, wow. I never knew that. On Thursdays, they have something called Thrifty Thursday, which a lot of the vendors participate in. And with food items, you can get from half off to several dollars off food items. Well, Martha can't wait to use her Senior Citizen discount. (laughs) She's very excited. (laughs) Yeah, I just recently qualified. (laughs) So what? So I, my vision of the state fair is I feel like I'm supposed to get one of those scooters when I go in because you can get around faster. Is it good or do you just get a lot of exercise walking around the fair? Oh, I mean, getting exercise is great, but there's just so much to experience and you might miss it if you're on a scooter. Yeah. <laughs> it just looks so easy. Do you have any secrets of how to win the Midway Games? Because you just can't beat the system over there. Right. The, like secret, the, is, toss. the secret is you spend as much money as you can playing as long as possible. Yeah. Yes. Okay. I like that. I like that. That's a great tip. Amber. And then you win a really... <laughs> Let me tell my, ch- my child. What you do is you slip out $100 to the guy and you say, my daughter wants the big oh. one. So. <laughs> and then you lean in when you do the ring toss. You lean a little mm-hmm. bit, right? So I literally have told my kids because they love playing those. I will give you $25 to go to Target. You can get a really nice gift for that and not some 
cruddy stuffed animal. That's not the point, though. I think Amber's idea is much better. Just, you know, <laughs> just grease the off. palm, grease the palm and say, my kid wants to win that. Well, I understand that families are wanting to be conscious with, you know, finances and money and things. But growing up at the state fair, I have my best memories playing games, riding rides, eating the food, going to the fireworks at night and watching the parade. There's such ingrained memories and just fondness for, you know, my childhood. And I recently had someone on Twitter say that their first corny dog was at six months old in 1950 and how special that is. I'm sure they don't remember, but it's that important to them that they know. Well, I have a picture of my daughter in the stroller and she was really young and she's eating a little corny dog. I'll have to find it and send it to you. Yeah, it's just a real slice of Americana. It really is. I mean, the corny dog really adds to the whole state fair experience. Well, the state fair is about family and community. And so people come out, bring their children, family, friends. And it's just a day to just be together and soak up the agriculture and livestock and history of Texas. And it's just an amazing event everyone should go to. Absolutely. I agree. What are some of your favorite things at the state fair? My favorite thing at the State Fair is probably the food. I love eating. And there are a couple of vendors in particular. There is Abel Gonzalez that has the fried cookie dough. Mm-hmm. With okay. Chocolate That's syrup a big deal. and powdered sugar. It's really good. And then Chef Cassie has fried collard greens. I mean, you've never had oh, anything like that. They're so amazing. Okay. Here's one that I saw one year that really grossed me out. Fried bubble gum. Yeah, I didn't try that. Why do you, why <laughs> do you, you fry that? your bubble gum? <laughs> well, it's creative. It is creative. It is very creative, actually. <laughs> okay, so, Amber, what about getting into the State Fair? Are there are like 70,000 entrances. Is there a trick to that? Well, I think taking the dart is really such a great idea. They even have discounts for people that take the dart. But that way, you know, if you're coming from, for example, Louisville or Carrollton, you can leave your car, you know, in a parking lot that's monitored and safe. You get to the dart. You don't have to worry about parking and paying for parking, finding your car after you parked, after it's been 10 hours. Well, we have driven before and parking is a bear and there's a lot of parking lots around the fairgrounds. Is there one that you feel like is better than the other, easier to get into, less expensive? I don't really know anything about that. I have a special parking pass and I park <laughs> well, right of course you do. I asked the wrong person. <laughs> I've never had to worry about parking. And it's funny because people ask me all the time, how much are tickets to get in? I never knew until this year. Because I've never had to pay to get in. Mm-hmm. So now I know because I get asked so much. Right. But I tell them about the discounts. They need to do one of those, like Disney does, where you can just pay and skip all the lines. They need to skip the line at the state fair. Yeah, you need to have pass. a fast pass for the yes, rides fast and everything. Pass. <laughs> in fact, I'm going to hit you up with something. So for our listeners, could we have like a secret password and they can just like whisper it to the person and they can like go to the front of the line and get their corny dog? <laughs> well, I think security might get called if you do that. <laughs> but you can try it, Martha. You can try. <laughs> Keyword bubble. Let me up there. <laughs> so I went to OU and every year I go to the Texas OU game and it's absolutely a madhouse out there, especially the corny dog line. And I was just curious if there is any other days that are really big out there and anything else that's going on. Well, normally the weekends are very large. Columbus Day is one of our biggest days as well as Texas OU. The last weekend is always insane. And I encourage people that first weekend is usually the best weekend to come. I was just about to ask you. Right. Or even, you know, people will also pull their kids out of school for Mm -hmm. a day because Mm -hmm. There are so many discounts, you know, on a Tuesday, even the ride operators will have discounted rides. Oh, wow. So there's less people. You can save so much money. It's just a great family way to get out and it not be so hectic and chaotic. Well, Well, the schools give out uh, free fair day Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. for fair day. And I think it's usually Columbus Day. 
So one of my friends gave me the tip several years ago to go on opening day because it's not as crowded. The carnies are really nice. They're in good moods and it's extra clean out there. I don't talk to carnies. Um, so <laughs> um, Aren't you one? <laughs> sort well, of. I mean, it's just, it's a royalty. Carny. Yes. Yes. No, I'm not a carny because I don't travel. Okay, okay, I stay right. in Dallas. You stay here. Well, you've so, got a business to uphold. We the may go to the Ohio State Fair, and uh-huh. so I guess that would make me a carny. But, yeah, you're um, right. So going back to the first weekend, there's less people there. Everyone, it's very fresh. I don't want to say they're in a better mood because I like to think they're in a good mood the whole time. <laughs> but I do know towards the end, people are getting tired because often they work 24 days straight without any breaks. Oh, yeah. Wow. So, Amber, what are five things that you recommend at the State Fair? This year at the State Fair, I would recommend everyone go to the World of Birds. They're bringing it back for the first time in 16 years. And it's going to be an amazing experience of just trained birds and watching them fly around and do tricks. And it's something that kids would really enjoy, mm-hmm. as well as going to the barnyard. It's so much fun. It's magical for these kids to go in there and just have this hands-on experience of petting goats and feeding cows and deer. And they had a giraffe last year. And Mm -hmm. it's just such a fun thing for kids to do. Yeah. Also, the fireworks show. The fair has an amazing fireworks show that they put on every night. Every night. One of my personal favorites is going into the Discovery Garden. It's so beautiful. It like transports you to a different place because you go from loud music, crazy people to beautiful gardens with butterflies and it's more peaceful. And so I like to go and take my lunch over there and sit down and have like a little bit of quiet me time during my break. And then lastly, the parade at the State Fair. So much goes into this parade. It's an amazing production, and it reminds me of the parade that they had when I was a kid, which it just has, you know, beauty queens and cars and music and floats, and it's so much fun for the family. Do you know what time the parade starts every night? I believe it starts at 7. Okay. Well, it's so incredible to have you on the show. I mean, you really are a legacy, and it's fascinating to me to hear the history of the corny dog and being a carny and your your grandfather and your father being an actor. And it's great that you and your family are carrying on the tradition. Thank you so much. And I've never met a corny dog heiress before, so this is super <laughs> cool for me. Well, hello. <laughs> so, guys... Don't forget, the State Fair opens tomorrow, so get out there to beat the crowds. Don't forget, bring a can of Dr. Pepper, because that will get you a half-price ticket. Or go online and get your tickets, like Amber suggested, and you'll save a little bit of money. I love the family pack idea. Family of four, $200, get you in, get you ride tickets, etc. And you skip some of the line as well. And if you're a senior citizen, you'll get a really good discount, like Martha me. knows. Martha <laughs> knows. <laughs> well, guys, we hope to see you at the State Fair this weekend. We will be tailing Amber, following her and learning things. And uh, thanks for tuning in. This has been the Bubble Lounge. I'm Nellie Shudo. And I'm Martha Jackson. We'll catch you next time. 